some uh, Resident Evil to kick it off. Yeah. Figure out what I want to nice. say about that. I know. I was like, well, I was grabbing <laughs> my beer. I was like, what, what am I going to say about Mark of the Ninja again? <laughs> what are you drinking, by the way? Uh, I'm drinking. Um, I just got I just put the can over there, but it was some sort of like bourbon barrel aged stout. Okay. I, I'm, I'm on my bullshit again. So yeah. nice, nice, nice. I just got a nice uh, locals light from uh, shorts. Oh, I said a light lager. They're just like five percenters, but they're like they're nice and crisp oh, and that's tasty. Nice. I haven't had any beers in a while, so I was like, I don't, I don't want to go too hard tonight. Sometimes they hit me a little harder after I'm like, man, I haven't had any beers all Oh, week. yeah. I have a couple, like, eight percenters. Like, oh, oh, yeah. shit, man. I'm, like, downloading our audio. Like, man, I'm kind of wasted. <laughs> <laughs> They're not wasted, but, like, man, I got a good buzz going right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think so. this one was, like, 12, and I'm like, that's that's pretty oh high God. for me these days. Uh, yeah, I used yeah, to hit that's those a pretty hard uh, in my early, mid-20s, but not so much these days. But I don't yeah. know. It just interested me. So I'm like, let's give it a go. Yeah, every now and then you're just like, I just want to drink one of these beasts. Yeah. You know, just needs to happen. We'll see what. Yeah, I, I, I'm back filling it now with just a, a uh, non-alcoholic kombucha to just kind of bring myself round out. Yeah. Just like mellow this guy out just a little bit and keep it rolling. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolery. Hey, folks. Man, I almost stumbled over my words. I almost introduced John here. No we're John uh, we're Johnless tonight. John, I was going to say Johnless in Chicago, but Johnless <laughs> not in Chicago. Unfortunately, he's a little under the weather tonight. But uh, Chicago is not be, Johnless, no. Exa- exactly. Yeah, Chicago's <laughs> soaking up all the John, baby. Um, but yeah, we're uh, back to talk about some video games as per usual. Yeah. And uh, we've kind of been all over the map. You know, we've been gearing up to talk about like some Zelda stuff, gearing up for our uh, uh, anniversary episode. And we yeah. had some technical issues last <laughs> week with the uh, anniversary recording. Sorry, and then, guys. yeah, John under the weather. It's like this, this anniversary is cursed. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're like, hey, it's good. It gives us a little more time to sink some time into Zelda because that feels oh, like yeah. we all got to be here for that. Oh, yeah. Um, and we all obviously got to be here for the anniversary episode. So yes. it's like, hey, we, we've been playing some other stuff on the side. Oh, yeah. Um, I know, Randall, you've been uh, kind of chipping away at uh, Resident Evil. We've been talking about that uh, the last couple episodes, proper episodes. So let's uh, just dig into that, get a little update, and then we'll roll into some of the other stuff we've been playing. Yeah, I've just been... I've been soaking up the Resident Evil 4 remake, at least until the uh, the aforementioned Zelda did release about <laughs> nine or ten days ago. And then I go back in uh, last night because I knew we were going to record. I'm like, let's look at Resident Evil again, uh, Resident Evil 4 yeah. remake. And I'm like, oh, yep, the last save file is from nine, ten days ago. And <laughs> I was playing this literally every night that I could and, you know, at least every other day. And yeah, that's bound to happen with games, man. Yep. It's like always like I'm, I was sucked into that. What happened? I mean, it, it, and it's, you know, I, I like was talking to John a little while ago, like what a great like release year it was for games. And because seriously, it was Metroid Prime remake. And I was like yeah. playing the crap out of that. And then oh, Resident Evil 4 remake. And I'm playing the crap out of that. Nope. Oh, no, here comes the new, you know, sequel to Breath of the Wild. Oh, I guess I'm yep, playing that. I- as soon as I popped in Zelda, I thought the same thing. I was like, I haven't even put in my copy. I maybe popped it in just to like get my reward points or whatever, but I yeah. haven't even played any Metroid Prime Remastered yet. You know, yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? I know, and that that I, I will be getting back to Metroid Prime Remastered because I've been I was having, having an itch recently. Time. 
Yeah. It's, it's one that I'm like, I kind of want to like stream it or something just to like get, but I want to like maybe play the opening bits on my own, but then like stream it to kind of just give myself that extra encouragement. Totally. To like, don't get, don't get frustrated and turn it off or no. get lost or, you know, think like, ah, oh, I don't know where I'm going. Like have this, like somebody, cause I don't mind if people give a little tip here and there, like yeah. hey, try this or whatever. I, honestly, in certain games, it helps me. Cause I'm like, I would have probably given up there if you, <laughs> if you didn't nudge me in the right direction. So. And in something like that in particular, it's kind of fun too. Cause there's a little like, Ooh, there's a missile upgrade, like under here, if you're rolling a ball yeah. and you know, there's this little breakable wall or whatever, like, and you know, if you're streaming, there's people that probably nudge you in those directions too right, right yeah as long as it's not just flat out like spoiling yeah. it, like do this do this like <laughs> yeah, okay yeah. like hey i want to play the game for myself here to a degree you know i wouldn't be streaming yes. it if i totally wanted to you know, <laughs> enjoy this as a solo experience but i do want to you know experience it for myself to yes a, to Which, an extent especially yeah for both of us it's like you know i played metroid prime back in the day a little bit and i think you you yeah, did same, as well same but i got decently far but yeah. farther than i would have expected for that type of, like it's not my type of game and i really i was sucked into it but again like you were saying at the top like i just something else came <laughs> along and i started playing that and never you know got too far removed from it where i was like what was i doing again uh-huh. i don't remember you know, and that, just the nature of things. Honestly, that's kind of the fear here, too, is like, oh, shoot. And of course, I've got them both this and Zelda on cartridge. And it's like, uh oh, there's only one cartridge <laughs> slide. What a, what am I going to do? So, yeah, all that to right. say, I'm also playing something I don't have on cartridge, which is Resident Evil 4 Remake, which, right. you know, even despite the new Zelda coming out, when I when I started, when I fired it back up again last night, I'm like, oh, no, this is still man i just really oh man i really like this game like resident Evil 4 remake is just hits my buttons oh and i'm like 21 hours in now says my save Jeez, okay um and you know it, i i looked a little bit online before we started talking of like how long is it to beat this on average for other folks so like if they've run through it a couple of times and they say more yeah. like 16 hours maybe 20 ish but like i'm always someone with games like this when you're gonna let me like collect things in weird obscure corners and break every barrel and like kill every enemy for the extra shit and find all the secret treasure and make the crafting things i'm gonna do all of that stuff and i'm gonna do it at my own pace yeah, and you're and in Resident Evil, like you kind of need that stuff. Yeah. I mean, obviously you can do it quicker or whatever, but like you are kind of scrounging. Like the the supplies are few and far between yes. from what I remember the little bit I played of the Wii remake. Yes, but it's like you know it's that you need all that. I remember constantly being like, I'm out of ammo, or yes. I'm out of this, or I'm out of that. So like. It, it pays off to go search for that stuff, you know, kind of similar to like Last of Us too. You know, you like you know going around looking for stuff. Yeah. Like you, it's few and far between. You know, that's kind of why I got frustrated with Last of Us because yeah. I was like, I just want to keep making progress, but I need to find more shit before yeah. I even try to make progress. So, and to me, like the hoarding of stuff is is like its own meta game on some level. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like you know, I had kind of mentioned in previous recordings, just like the melee attacks of like purposely shooting the the zombie guy the plagas guy in his knee or your lower leg so he falls to his knees and then you smash him with a you know over the top roundhouse kick you know in because that doesn't take any ammo to hit him with your leg or whatever right, right. or suplex him <laughs> like yeah, pro wrestling yeah. style right and smash <laughs> his head like you know all the stuff you can do like and then there's like ooh, that loop just feels so good and, yeah. uh, you know, all the side missions you can choose to do or not do. But, of course, you get extra gems and you can inlay these gems into the crown that you found. And then it's worth even more when you sell it back to Stranger. <laughs> and 
like uh, if you if you do all these colors and match the colors on the crown in a certain way, that's worth even more. Like there's bonuses and like there's just layers on layers uh, to it. And it's just like, I don't know, it's like made for me. Um, like the the other thing, too, like you talked about the the lack of ammo, but there there's a weapon in Resident Evil 4 called the bolt thrower. And that is, okay. you know, you can craft ammo for it and it's reusable ammunition because it's a bolt that you fire okay. and it's granted by no means is it a weapon that's going to do the most damage, but because you can reuse the ammo and the aforementioned ability to target specific places to attack, either trying to shoot them in the head for a critical hit or hit them in the leg. So they go down, you can do your melee attack. You're still, you know, not yeah. spending ammo when they die. One of the things you're picking up is your bolt again that you your bolts that you had fired. Yeah. And, you know, they're just reuse unless you attach like an explosive to them or, you know, they're out of reach or whatever. Otherwise, that ammo is for you to reuse and reuse. And as much as you can lean on that, once you get a certain level of comfort in advance playing the game, then like all the other like legit magnum ammo and shotgun ammo and hand you know uh grenades and all that stuff is like building up in your inventory for the bigger boss battles and i was just can, gonna say saving them up for the bosses yeah yeah so like it like that feels good and rewarding too and like adds that extra element of like suspense and like pulls you in even more to like you, you you're not really like leaning back when you're playing this game but it's fun all the same you know yeah, and I feel like not, I'm sure this is kind of repeating ourselves a little bit, but I really feel like thinking back to the little bit I played of that Wii remake of yeah. uh, Resident Evil 4, like, and, and what you've been saying about it, like, it really does walk that fine line so well of, like, being a horror game, but yeah. also being, like, an arcade game yeah. at the same time, like, you're, you gotta manage your inventory and yeah. all that stuff, like, it has that tension yes. built into it from that, but then it really is, like, you know, almost I could almost see like there being like levels and like you just straight up get like a score at the end it, of each level. You do. Okay, you killed this. Oh, you do? You legit <laughs> okay. do. They, like there are chapters, okay. quote unquote. And at yeah, the end of chapters, like the end of like a bayonetta stage or so like yeah. those kind of games where you get like an S ranking or an A or whatever. I didn't know they had that. Yeah, this. There's, I didn't there's remember stats that. at the end of each quote unquote chapter, and it tells you how many times you died and how many headshots. Okay. Like all that sort of stats. It's giving you all that if you want it to, and you, you know, so it chunks it out that way. But then also most of the time it's not gating you off from going backwards back through the you know granted oh, it's cool. not really open world it's like mostly corridors but i i, I kind of love that too it's such like bespoke design and yeah. like there's these little things that you can shoot that like stranger needs you to shoot five of these MacGuffin medals that are hard to find but then he'll give you extra little spindles that you can use to buy upgrades that you can't get with regular money and like there's all kinds of little things that it's layering in there um but yeah it's it's by chapter that way too so it kind of chunks it out gives you a yeah. second to breathe and a second to feel like success that you got through that section too yeah it's just yeah. very well designed that's definitely speaking my language like i still i don't know if a resident evil is like the series for me but there is like that inkling especially because not only you but just in general like resident evil 4 seems to be such a beloved yeah game and almost like a turning point in that franchise yeah kind of like splitting the difference between like where it's gone and yeah. where it came from and like there's just part of me as like a fan of games that's like oh, i know so many people that love this game and are so inspired by it or yeah whatever that's like i just feel like i need to have a little more than just like the opening couple hours of it in my brain like i need to play through it but the other part of me is like eh, i'm not the biggest horror game fan or whatever yes. but 
I don't know, because it straddles that line, it's like keeps my interest enough where like the newer ones like don't grab my interest as much, even though I know they are a little more actiony as well. Some of them um, are. Yeah. And that's at that's least fair. six is I played six with a friend, uh, like some of the co-op stuff. Six is brutal. terrible. That's it a really bad is game. A, like we had fun playing it, but I can't say that the game was fun. Like it was just kind of brute forcing our way through you know, just enjoying hanging out together. Yeah. Like, <laughs> opposed to, like I played with my, my buddy, Steve, like back when that game came out, my buddy, he, Steve as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and he, he had bought it thankfully. Cause I wasn't going to buy it. And you yep, know, same here too. <laughs> and like, but both of us were big resident evil four guys. He was actually one of the people that encouraged me to play resident evil four on GameCube. And, yeah. you know, then we played a bit of five when that had come out, but that was like, Oh, this is fine. This is enough like four. That's cool. But, and that had co-op as well, right? It did, Five, yeah. It if I'm not mistaken, because yeah, that was that was his uh, like push to get six was like he was like, come on, let's get, like I can't remember if we, maybe we might have even pitched in together to buy it, but he was like, yeah. dude, five was so much fun co-op, like one of my favorite experiences. Let's get six and and play that co-op together. And I like the concept, like yeah. having all these separate campaigns, like cool on paper, cool on paper execution didn't a mess. quite a complete, yeah, it, it, truly disaster. a mess, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know how that game got released. It, it's a hot mess, Resident Evil 6. Never yeah. and, have any interest in going back to that game. Yeah, and and Capcom is not one. I feel like most of their releases are solid. Oh, like, very. It's been a long time. I can't think of many other Capcom games where, like, if you're a fan of the series, you're like, I. but I hate this one, you know? I'd go as like far to say that in the last five years especially, they're pretty gold-plated. I don't think they've released anything, you know, that hasn't been pretty spectacular yeah, some like i would say like their most like mediocre games that come to mind are like the lost planet series and i don't think that anybody hates those no. games like I, you know yeah, I think even people those like them just fine yeah those know? have they're an audience like too not, yeah. yeah they're just not as memorable as like mega man right. or, or resident evil or something but they still look pretty cool to me yep i'm a sucker for a third person shooter actually so yep i've always kind of and like alien you know planet stuff it's just i've always been kind of interested in checking those games out actually same yeah they're actually uh, available through backwards compatibility on xbox series x and you know i think i have at least one or two of those games um i want to boot those up at some point yeah Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. The, the only final point with Resident Evil 4 is like we were talking like before, maybe even before we started recording uh, the, the complex control scheme stuff and like flipping between yeah. different games. And that that did strike me a little bit with the like nine or ten days off of like playing so yeah. much Zelda and going back to this. I'm like, oh, oh, it's going to take me a second. But then like riding a bike after a while like oh yes there it is and it's just well especially because zelda's using like every button on the controller in about 10 different ways so it's like oh my god like just to internalize that game in and of itself is a lot yes so yeah but you literally could not have picked a more perfect point to end on because that transition is like the game i wanted to talk about is all about those complex control schemes but again it, it it becomes very second nature this is a game i had played in the past way back at, like randall was saying at the top before we started recording like almost qualifies as a retro game yeah uh i've been playing mark of the ninja remastered yeah. uh, on switch but this was like way back in like the early days of xbox live arcade yeah or i guess maybe i, I bought it originally on 360 but i don't know if it because it came out after it's from uh clay entertainment uh, and they originally did shank and it's got oh, that kind yeah. of similar art style, which is not necessarily my thing immediately. Right. Um, and especially I know I've mentioned numerous times on the podcast, like games that have like really like detailed, like cartoon style animations, but then it doesn't always translate well to gameplay. Right. 
Um, that's not the case here with Mark of the Ninja because like the way that your character, so it's a side-scrolling platformer. And again, with stealth games, you do not see side-scrolling very often. It's no. almost always a 3D game or a top-down or, you know, even like playing the old Metal Gear Solid games, like they almost feel like Metal Gear Solid 1 almost feels like a top-down game just like yeah. in on a PS1 and sort of in 3D somehow. But yep. like, <laughs> you know, it like kind of feels like a top-down game like the way it was designed oh yeah there's mark of the ninja top-down sections there yeah that are that way yeah yeah so like mark of the ninja is like equal parts uh you know side-scrolling platformer uh but like you know more of a focus on the stealth aspect of things but like at the same time it's like very much like a real-time strategy game at the same time like everything functions in the in a way where like you know you have like the fog of war elements like your visual like so, for example, like as the ninja, you're able to like you can pretty much walk on anything but the ceiling. You can walk on walls. No problem. Just run up them. Nice. Uh, do whatever you want. Duck into vents that are on the ceiling, on the walls. And like, that's what I love about this game is like every level is pretty, pretty large other than maybe at the very opening when they're kind of introducing you to the mechanics. But like the levels end up being pretty open ended where there's like two or three different paths you can take, like a high road, a low road, a middle road. Ooh. You can. You pretty much have the option, like, again, there's different challenges on each level. It kind of has that similar arcade structure to, like, okay, you know, kill all the guards on this stage or don't be detected on the the stage. And, like, get, you know, uh, there's just all sorts of different, like, stats at the end of each stage. But there's, like, different seals and challenge, three different seals, uh, like, just, they're just collectibles, basically, for doing a various challenge. Like, sometimes it's more speed-oriented, like, get to the Transformer and turn it off, you know, within a minute. or again, kill all of like this specific, uh, characters guards that are like a little bit more like in a more tense section of the level where it's like, Oh, these guards are like tightly packed in here. Like it's not just like grabbing a couple loose ones or like grab this guard, fill five dumpsters with guards. So like there, everything is just so interactive, like, and it's all about moving around in the shadows in this game. So like, and the visual language of this game is like among the best. This is one of the best games I've ever played, period, back then. And now I've I've never beaten it, but I just like when I'm playing it, I just like and lately for whatever reason, I just was scrolling around on my switch and I noticed like it. I had archived it at some point. I was like, I don't have this downloaded. And I'd kind of been itching. You know, we're uh, in right now at the time of recording this. We're hosting our second uh, game jam. Yeah. And with that coming up, I've been kind of mental. I was like, I haven't done any streams in a while. I need to kind of dust off the cobwebs a little bit. So let me play some games that like I'm just kind of looking forward to playing or play games that I love, like kind of right. some more chill streams that like I don't want to necessarily play like a new game that I'm unfamiliar with right. or whatever. So even though I hadn't played this one in a long time, it came back to me pretty quickly. Um, the way the movement works again, like because even though it's got these really detailed animations, like everything almost moves like not on a grid, but like you're very much like when you're if you're not holding down the run button you're like tiptoeing around, like kind of moving one tile over at a time, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like each step is like a certain uh, set length. And then you're sneaking around again in the shadows, but then you get like throwing darts. You can like it like, okay, let's say I'm like hiding in this dumpster, but then I can hold down like this button that completely freezes time. And I can do that whether I'm, you know, on the ground or midair. So I can like jump and freeze time midair. And then like, okay, there's these laser beams that I can't touch because I'll set off the alarm. But If I freeze time at just the right moment, I can see the power supply so I can throw my dart at that, shut it off before I land through the lasers and then go that route. Or if I've unlocked the smoke bombs, I can just use the smoke bombs instead and like throw that in front of the lasers and then I can just pass right through them like they don't even see me. So I haven't even unlocked half of the tools in this game. And like there's different costumes that apparently give you different abilities. So that's kind of what I the reason I booted it back up. I actually was like, wait, I never beat this game. What's going on here? Uh, Because I think they even added some extra challenge, uh, 
like at least one kind of like final bonus chapter in this remastered version. Yeah. Or maybe it was a DLC originally. I'm not uh, 100% sure, but it seems to be some kind of secondary like chapter. He plays a totally different character, if oh, I'm not mistaken. Sweet. But like just again, the visual language, like if you start sprinting, you get this big like blue radius that shows up around the character with every step you take. So you see like any guard in that radius will hear that sound. That like makes you sense. every. If if you throw a dart at like some crows that are hanging out on the telephone lines, they'll start crowing and then like the guards will start flashing their lights like, hey, what was that? And then like to kill the guards, if you're able to sneak up on them completely unnoticed, you can like you basically like just press Y to kill them. And it triggers like a just a little mini quick time event that you basically just have to press uh, left, right, up or down and the attack button oh, at the same time. Great. But if you hit the wrong one. Then it like you you get the kill still, but it's like not a silent yeah. kill. You kind of like cause a little commotion. Maybe the other guards nearby like pick up on the you know action around or like oh man, they're just like the way they spot you with their flashlights. Like hey, what was that? And then they kind of like come around, but you kind of learn their behaviors. Okay, this is how this type of guard behaves. This is how you know this is the path. So you really it with all the different paths you have and all the different behaviors and all the weapons at your disposal. Again, I don't even have most of them, and I'm still having a blast with like. Just all the different you can like dangle down from like if you're hook, you got a hook shot as well that you can just hook to all these different platforms. Oh, boy. Like that your your maneuverability and moveability like the I, I don't know, just everything you can do and the flexibility of like, I guess the only like downside, I almost like wish I could just play these levels without knowing what any of the challenges are, just like self-impose the challenges like. I'm going to try to kill every guard or I'm going to try to sneak through this whole level without being seen. But like, at not least they're worry on the about. first run. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And that, that's what I have been doing, like in the stages that I've beaten and then going back. But it is like, oh, but I can unlock all these other play styles, potentially like costumes that I'm assuming give me different abilities because mm. um, they don't seem like they're just skins. Like you kind of pick a loadout every almost like it's a very hitman in that sense. Like yeah. it's very much like open ended, a little bit more level design than hitman. Like it's very much like. You know, there is kind of like a path and that you necessarily but it's very reactive, like you can change things like, oh, man, that's definitely not what I was supposed to do there. But you can definitely see like, oh, here's the level design here. Here's like this path. Here's this path. Here's this path. Like it's a little more bespoke than uh, something more open ended like Hitman, I feel. But still, I feel like there's certain paths on in Hitman that's like, okay, this is what you're supposed to do if you want to kill the guy in this way. Right. So. I don't know. I, I really can't say enough amazing things about this game. It's got a really cool again. It's got similar to that shank art style, almost like a samurai Jack. Like yeah. Yeah. 2D aesthetic that I again, it's not necessarily my thing, but in the game, it just really works. The little cut scenes are great. Uh, you have this like uh, partner character that kind of like coaches you through and like the way it, the, the way it tutorializes you is just so seamless. Um, you just kind of like run into her and there's like little mini like vignette cutscenes that just kind of. You know, she's like, oh, and by the way, there's a weapon cache here. And then you pick up smoke bombs and then it kind of like just effortlessly kind of like walks you through the stages. So that's another thing when you're playing it a second time, you're kind of like, oh, I, I already know what's coming up here. Right. So that's that may be a slight downside to replaying the levels. But for a game that came out, God knows how long yeah, ago, on ago, Xbox Live Arcade, like well over a decade ago. Uh, this game stands up like it just came out today. I mean, the, it's Ooh. so incredibly designed. It's I can't say enough amazing things about it. You think you're going to see it through this time? You're going to beat it? I'm planning on it, although I'm a little bit fixated now. on like trying to get some of these seals and like because there's like different types of challenges. Like every there's like stealth, uh, stealth seals. So you got to get like three of like the stealth seal to unlock one costume and then three of the. 
Um, I forget what they're all called, but there's like four or five different types. So I'm like, I kind of want to fixate on that and getting all these like, like once you play a level and kind of learn it, if you don't get all the challenges, you kind of want to relearn them again or like play the level again to do it right away. Like, okay, I know where the transformer is. I got to get there in a minute. Okay, let me do it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I definitely intend on beating it, but like you said at the top, like who knows if I'll end up bouncing over <laughs> to something else, but it was really fun. I ended up streaming a little bit of it the other day and like kind of same thing. I was like expecting like everyone to be like, Oh, I, I know this game. I can't believe you're playing this. And everyone's like, Oh, I've been had this in my library forever. Yeah. Never booted it up. You know, I was yeah. like, Oh, sweet. Heck yeah. I was expecting like everyone to just know this game and already love it but no it's one in of my mind games. it's like an indie classic yeah yeah 2012 is, that was the release date yeah 2012 wow, wow. and if i'm not mistaken I, I i didn't want to say it for sure because in my head it popped in but I, i'm pretty sure the developer the lead designer was soren johnson who went on to develop uh civilization 4 really if i'm not mistaken sid Meier's. so like there's definitely like some some pretty serious i, I could be mixing some of that up because i know uh there's a podcast called designer notes that yeah. soren johnson will occasionally host with another game designer i can't remember but they just interview other game designers and i'm like i'm pretty sure there's some connection there with the mark and the ninja game but i could just be cramming my brain full of uh <laughs> different game <laughs> designers at this point but um yeah it's just such a cool game it's so cool to see so many of those real-time strategy elements incorporated into a 2d side scrolling oh, yeah. stealth platformer like it just it seems like it shouldn't work on paper, but it, it works 10 times better than I than you would think it would. That's so, awesome. Yeah, definitely one of the best stealth games I've played and uh, definitely one of the best ninja games I've played. But um, to just like make a cheesy trans- <laughs> transition <laughs> there into the other game that I've been playing. I know I've talked about some of the Sega uh, Genesis slash Mega Drive stuff that I've been uh, firing up as Hell of late. Yeah. I talked about a little Ristar a while back and Hell I kind of yeah. just talked about like how shocked I was by like especially because for whatever reason, like when you're scrolling through again, this is available on Nintendo switch uh, via the expansion pass. If you have the Nintendo switch online expansion. Yeah. And I kind of, the Genesis like little icon would kind of, I just glance right past it because it's like black. It doesn't pop out like the red ones do for the Nintendo. Yeah. I almost like kind of forgot it was there. And again, I booted it up playing some stuff recently and had mentioned like, man, they got Castlevania bloodlines. They Mm -hmm. got Contra hardcores. They Mm -hmm. got, beyond oasis they got i kind of forgot they had dynamite heady and gunstar heroes that's actually what reminded me i posted some game on youtube i forget what it was now at this point but somebody commented like oh man i feel like the games from treasure never get enough love i feel like i'd love to see you guys play some of those and in my head i'm like everybody knows the treasure games but then in my maybe not maybe not yeah Yeah. maybe not at this point but i was like i was like you don't have to twist my arm if you want to see some gunstar heroes i'll happily uh check that out sometime um but one yeah, of the best 16 bit games period as far as i'm concerned at least for yeah, my I, tastes i totally agree one of the best co-op games yep. one of the best like just yeah it's just an amazing game and really like scream sega in a yep. lot of ways and and so does this game that i'm going to talk about here uh shinobi 3 oh. and it's a game that uh i've played a little bit of the shinobi series like a again i've, I've talked about on the podcast before i kind of got into the sega stuff like i had a f- couple friends who had them growing up so we play like x-men at their house oh a few, yeah few games i'd play and have nostalgic memories for but never really owned a sega up until like you know later on in life and started collecting and i think i bought some of the shinobi games the sonic like you know all the stuff that you kind of need to have that isn't insanely overpriced um and i never really gravitated to them too much like they're a little bit slow paced they're a little bit yeah um stiff like they almost feel like beat them up pace like movement but then like you're kind of playing a platformer and it just didn't click for me. But then after having like love Ninja Saviors or that, you know, Ninja Warriors oh, remake so yes. much after you hyped it up, I was kind of like, well, maybe I'm 
you know, maybe my tastes have changed a little bit. And I do know that a lot of people say like Shinobi three kind of ups the ante. a little Oh, yeah. Bit. So I had fired it up a couple times briefly and played like just a level or two. And kind of every time I fired it up and it, every time I fired up all these Genesis games, I'd be thinking, man, this game's sweet. Like I kind of want to stream this one. So yeah. I'd like stop playing it. And then I finally just said, you know what? I was playing Market of the Ninja and I was like, man, I, I want to play more of that Shinobi game. I was really digging that opening bit that I played. So I fired it up earlier today again and beat the first four stages or maybe I made it to stage four. Uh, but I, number one, I've been really impressed with just how nice like the continuing is. Like I, at first I was like using save states, but yeah, it seems like you just get unlimited continues and just like, you know, continue from the stage you're on. And even at, yeah. at the last boss I was on, it was even continue. Like, I was thinking continue from the beginning of the stage, but it started me right at the boss. Oh, that on. rules. So I didn't even remember I was really that. Pumped. That's sweet. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I don't know if it was that way in the Japanese version. I know sometimes there are like some differences <laughs> in some of these retro releases for like the rental audiences well, but i feel like it was the other way around that's it was like later era in America. genesis for what that's worth so that might have baked into some of the design decisions that way too right yeah you know? yeah but i i've really been like right off the bat i was just like man i really like just like the setting all the extra yeah. pixel art the music like yeah. i feel like we, we've said it enough at this point and i feel like it at this point enough people know okay this the genesis doesn't necessarily have a bad set like that's just such a misnomer that, yes like, it is the sega is a terrible set like there are some good games that have terrible sounding soundtracks without a doubt, but there yep. is that on the super Nintendo and every other platform that exists as well. Agreed. And they're like Shinobi three, the music, like I had, I was playing it on handheld. So I kind of had it a little bit quieter and the TV was on in the background, but then like uh, just got quieter for a moment. I was like, Holy shit, this song is jamming. <laughs> like I was like getting really into it and like really just, I love the movement in this game, yes. like, even though it has that kind of slower beat em up stage. Uh, or beat em up type of like movement to it. And I, the one thing that I don't like, and I, I could level this at any game, a Kirby, whatever it might be. And actually, we're going to talk about some Kirby later. Mm -hmm. but like any game where you uh, have to like kind of double tap forward to run, it just gets a little exhausting to do <laughs> all the time. Like I, I just wish there was a run button to hold down or yeah. something. So like when I'm constantly like pressing that, especially because you're always doing these like jump kicks and like stopping your momentum in this game, yeah. you're like constantly like, let me start running again. Uh, let me run again. Let me run again. Yeah. Um, that's really my only gripe though. Cause I love the music. I love the, it almost like you kind of like level up almost like a shmup, you know, you're getting like different power ups and then you upgrade. But like, if you get hit, you lose that power up mm -hmm. immediately uh, you got to keep picking up shurikens along the way to uh, up your ammo. Eventually, if you run out of ammo, you just got to go full melee. Uh, but even I just I was the, the moment that I got so impressed at honestly was just like all of a sudden you get to this like dead end with a wall and maybe there's like a waterfall or something. And it just says like go, but it's pointing upwards and you just like it doesn't tell you that you can wall jump. Yeah. But you just kind of like into it. Hey, I can I think I can wall jump. Yeah. I'm a ninja. You're a ninja. And you just start wall jumping. Yeah. No problem. And like even halfway through, I was like, oh, I didn't realize you could double jump and you can't do it every time. You have to time it perfect, like mm -hmm. do it right at the top of your jump. And then if you like do that double Metroid. jump, yeah. if you then do your attack, like you do this like extra, like you kind of like spray like five yeah. darts or shurikens down like all at once. I was like, yeah, Man, it doesn't tell you any of this. And like even I got to like an elevator stage that I was going on. I didn't realize I could like grab these bars at first. At first, I was getting kind of pissed. I was like, how the, how the fuck do you get up this <laughs> elevator? It's like there's this wall or this floor that I can't get around. Yeah. And I can't jump around it. I can't do it. And then I figured out, I was like, maybe I got to do this double jump. I still couldn't do it. I was like, oh, wait, I can just hold down up and grab this pipe. Yep. And then, okay, I didn't realize that was not part of the background. But then once I figured that out, I was like, oh, this is a really cool section here. Yep. Like, just like, yeah, swinging from the different bars. Like, there's like some cool, like, horseback riding yeah. stages. There's I love a cool, that. The like, surfing turtles in time. Yeah. yeah the like, surfing. all the. 
the yeah. parallax scrolling is yes, so cool it's and it's just like it like it has that same look like some of the older shinobi one and two they look a little like a little more dated to yeah. them and this game like still looks the same I but agree. it like ups the ante in a way yeah. that like it just soups it up and I don't know, like, yeah, when you see those older the one and two, you think, like, oh, these are the early Sega games. And this yeah. one, like, has that flavor, but it's just, like, a little more beefed up. And it's, like, the such a fun game. Yeah, yeah, the polish is insane. And just, like, even though I was complaining about the running, it does feel great to just, like, sprint through a section. And, like, if you're already sprinting and, and you are close enough to an enemy, you hit an attack, you do this kind of, like, lunging, like, yeah, slash attack. Yeah, it feels great. And then you can kind of do the turtles in time. Like you have to be pressing down, but like if you're in, in the air and then press down and attack, you do like that diagonal kick. Yep. And oh, it's just I've been having so much fun with this game. It's yeah. been a while since like I fired up a retro game. It was just like, oh yeah, baby. Yeah. Shinobi uh, three times rules. It's, it's got that like it, it has the arcade DNA in it more yeah. than the other Shinobi games do. Yeah. Uh, it does. It feels informed by, yeah, TMNT beat 'em ups or other games like that of the time, but in a great way because it's Sega developed and it's just like, uh, the just the level of polish. Like they're just like getting the most out of the Genesis, and it just yeah, every bit of it. Like you say, the soundtrack and the the visuals and the parallax and all of it, and just the style. It's just it's. I really like Shinobi three and it's a game that I didn't have growing up like you. I, I got it later on when I was collecting and I'm like, Oh shit, this is great. I love this game. Yeah. And again, yeah. Having played a little bit of the other two, whether it was on emulators or just collecting them and like, Oh, okay, these are fine. But yeah. I guess they're just like Sega games. I need to have in my I'm in collection, the same boat. Yeah. Not really, you know, and, and again, I haven't played those in years, so maybe I would think differently, but this one just really kind of caught me by surprise where I was like, man, it's like, a lot of times when I fire up retro games these days, I'm, I tend to be getting frustrated more than having fun, it, depending Fair. on the game, of course. But like, I'm just like, ah, I'd rather play something with a little less punishment or a little less <laughs> difficulty or a little less whatever. Yep. Um, and this one, like for whatever reason, I'm like, and especially with that generous like continue system yeah. and then on top of that, being able to do the save states. If I'm like, ah, I'm in the middle of a level, uh, you know, I got to go run somewhere or whatever. Um, you know, I can't finish this stage right now. Like I can save it right where I'm at and not have that fear of losing progress. But yeah, I, I've just been so pumped. And again, I just can't stress enough. Like they're looking at that list again, like apart from the games that just aren't in the genres that I'm interested in, there really yeah. aren't any bad games. There's, there's another game. I think it was a uh, import, uh, cause it didn't have like the proper box. There was called like zero wing or Oh yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. The, the all your base are belong to us meme. Oh, is that the is yeah. that the game that that's yep. from? Because yep. it's it's pretty cool shmup. I played yeah, a little bit good. of that, and I was like, man, this is solid. You can like swap between like some kind of different projectiles or maybe different ships. I can't yeah. can't remember exactly what it was, but I was like, man, this is kind of a cool game. I didn't it's know that shmup. that's what that was from. Yeah. Um. There's so many good shoot 'em up games. There's so many good scrolling shmups uh, on on the Genesis as well. Like a great system for that too. Yeah, and even again to make another comparison to Ninja Saviors or Ninja Warriors too, like having that beat 'em up on a single plane, like yeah, it really works pretty well, especially in Shinobi here when you have yes. that. They add that projectile; it just feels so good to kind of anticipate. Oh, here's a little cubby where an enemy is going to pop out of. Let me shoot them as the second they pop onto the screen. Like, don't even give them a chance to breathe. <laughs> um, especially on like stars. that horseback stage, you can kind of see them like coming in the background. Yeah. So you can, like, okay, I'm going to throw it like right as they enter the front, you know, part of the frame. Like, ah. Yeah, just such a cool game. I'm having a blast. And I that's one that I do intend to see through, especially again with those accommodations for making my way through without the retro frustrations. It's like, OK, nice. 
I think I'm going to be able to beat this game. You know, I, I haven't bothered uh, seeing it through for no good reason, um, but I, I would be curious to do that, too, because I, I hold what I've played of this game um, in very high regard amongst Genesis yeah. games. I, I'm right there with you at this yeah. point. Yeah. And again, when that when that soundtrack kind of cut through in between commercials or whatever, I was like, man, this is like Streets of Rage 2 vibes yeah. going on here. Like it's on that level of at least that particular song. Oh, yeah. Very energetic. Um, uh, it's yeah. good stuff. Yeah, it drives the action big time for sure, mm-hmm. which adds a lot because you do, you know, you do have a little, if you're not running, you do walk a little bit slower, but when it's got that like pump and groove, it's like, oh, yeah, eh, let me I don't run. feel that slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'm looking forward to playing more of that and more of just other Genesis stuff because yeah, there's so many of those I've barely dabbled in. So. Yeah, that that's, yeah, we've said before, but that, that Genesis selection on Nintendo yeah. Switch Online is pretty uh close to all encompassing for it's like pretty the best yeah. available yeah. it's it's a very impressive list of games there yeah if you even have like a passing interest in that or the game boy advance stuff like yeah that stuff alone is worth the nintendo switch online yeah. expansion pass if you have an interest but then on top of that the mario kart dlc and yeah. stuff that comes along with it it's yeah. like oh my god 64 stuff all that stuff it's great yeah, yeah. oh yeah i forgot 64 is part of the expansion yeah. too dang yeah, yeah yeah so that that's like oh man if you even have it's a yeah it's a no-brainer i feel with all this it stuff. is yeah, yeah agreed but uh yeah while we're on that uh nintendo train why oh, don't yeah. i uh kick it back i didn't mean to tease what we were going to talk about here when i was talking about that double tap oh, run but <laughs> we can dig into some kirby here yeah so this is one i've been eyeballing for a, a minute since it was released or well, announced and then released earlier this year kirby's return to dreamland deluxe uh on yeah. switch this is a yeah. Wii game first way back in the day. And uh, I think it's ultimately, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's a like a quasi remake reimagining of an earlier Kirby game? Question mark. I think it, I think so, too. Or at least it's like, sorry. Yeah, I think it is sort of like a sequel ish to the first game, but like reimagining or yeah. not, not, a, not the first game, but adventure. Yeah, um, but I could be I could be wrong. I might I be know, pulling but. that a little bit out of nowhere, but uh, it's it's there's some influences for sure of the it's very traditional Kirby. At yeah, the I was very just going to say that. Yeah, um, that's that's what it is. It's a traditional Kirby game like, you know, uh, Kirby's Adventure and uh, the the Kirby's land uh, games, you know, the all Dreamland stuff, Dreamland yeah. stuff on Game Boy and true superstar those sort of like just traditional 2d kirby games of that it is that um but on modern consoles and uh you know the main reason now that i have my eye on it you know i like to get collect all the kirby games regardless but um always been a kirby fan uh you know even back to my original game boy lots of fond memories playing kirby's dreamland and dreamland 2 and stuff but uh yeah, the the big factor for getting it now is I, I wanted to play with my daughter who's four years old and it's to the point now where like I wasn't trying to like force games on her, but, you know, on her own volition, she's seen all daddy's games and collectibles and, you know, she knows, you know, like Mario and all that. So she'll like ask yeah. to watch just clips of people like just gameplay clips of like mario galaxy or whatever you know mario party or whatever you know on youtube and 
to the point where yeah. I'm like, ah, shoot, I need to buy stupid YouTube premium because I'm afraid of the ads <laughs> are going to show in between. And like, right, right. Like if it's just the gameplay, we can we can handle that. But otherwise, I'm a little whibbed out by that. Let's, you know. Yeah. Uh, I feel you there. there. (laughs) We did all that. And she's very, all that to say, she's very into Nintendo franchises. And I'm like, okay, you know, we've had a lot of time to read books and draw and create and play outside and do all kinds of other things. Daddy's not just going to try to like game, game, game right on top screen in front of her. And then she never wants to go outside. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, and I was that kid, you know, that I, you know, I, although I, you know, split the difference. Like I really like, obviously I really like sports. I like, I still like to go play outside and, you know, play basketball or hockey or whatever else with my friends while, you know, also, you know, half the time playing my NES or Game Boy or Genesis or whatever. So yeah, can split the difference. So I'm like, okay, Fiona's got this ongoing interest in, in games, you know, it's there. What can I get her into? You know, that's not going to like throw her off. You know, we were talking earlier, like, oh, you were saying, oh, retro games. It's hard to go back. Sometimes it can be like difficult and obtuse. And, you know, some people are like starting from the beginning, you know, give them a, put an NES game and, and get NES controller in the hands and like, you start with the original Super Mario Brothers or whatever. I'm like, well, that seems kind of painful, though. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, don't have to. You don't have to punish the kid you know, <laughs> just because they want to play some video games. But there's part like I, I get the argument of like put something a little more simple. Yeah. Again, like, you know, thinking of like trying to give someone who doesn't play games. Like if somebody was like, oh, I heard this new Zelda game is cool. And you just hand them a oh, controller. Like, what the fuck yeah, is like, going no on? Like, like crazy amount of depth. So, yeah, it, like I see the <laughs> argument of like, hey, jump move and that's it you know yeah we're not here for layered concepts and like multiple inputs (laughs) on inputs and contextual inputs and like right no none we don't need any of that we need straightforward 2d side scrolling kirby and you know what's even better about this kirby's return to dreamland deluxe is like you know even I, i even booted up and we did kind of a test run last year on Wii where, you know, I put one of the Wii controllers in her hands and mine and, you know, okay. in kind of the NES configuration, right, where you just have the D-pad yeah, yeah. and the two buttons. And that was fine, although I'm like, oof, this looks kind of fuzzy on the <laughs> through the Wii yeah. to play this way. It's not, it's like, it's showing its age a little bit here. Um, yeah. Like, we can, see, we can keep playing this, but it's uh, a little rough around the edges. Um so when I saw the deluxe version on Switch and just saw some screenshots of how cleaned up it looks now, it's so crisp. Yeah, yeah, they did a nice job. That Like the way they, they it seems like they added kind of like an outline yeah. or something to the yeah, characters. It did. looks really cool. It yeah. does. It looks great. It, it's very yeah. clean. It looks really nice, like comic book style. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it pops really well. And they've added some other things too. And the other thing that really stood out to me is this... Um, this whole, like, and, and this isn't unusual for Nintendo. They've been doing this since at least the Wii days of, like, this kind of, like, helper mode or, you know, Funky Kong mode or whatever it is yeah, in these yeah. different games, right, where there's, like, this support assist, like, do you want to turn on, you know, the special, like, gold Tanuki or whatever, like, just, right, there's always right. that sort of thing in a lot of these games ever since the Wii era where, like, they yeah. want to bring all people along to play some of these more traditional games, yeah um, like okay we got you into it with wii sports like now try the mario game yeah, and okay you died five times try this 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 might help you out <laughs> are you sure you don't want to try that yeah 
No, skip I this don't. Level? You want Luigi to show you how to do it? No, I don't want Luigi <laughs> to show me how to do it. Yeah. But in this case, yes, uh, because there's this helper Magalore mode, which is like a magician character from the Kirby series. Um, and yeah. in that, it's just like you, it's an on-off switch in the menu you can turn on, and it's like gives you your characters double health bars basically and okay. you know if they go down a, a pit a bottomless pit it like saves them from that which is you know okay. pretty nice um yeah and you know that game kirby's return to dreamland is is a pretty like slow pace take it easy there's no time limit on the level or even that many enemies or that many platforms to go on and it's four player like jump in jump out so it like really matches our like family dynamic pretty yeah i was well. just gonna say all three of you could jump on and yep. play or if maybe if she even has a friend over yep or something that, that's perfect yep it is and you know so i'm like okay I could make this difficult on her or I could ease her in. And this seems like one of the easiest ways that like uh, off the top of my head anyway, of like let's ease her yeah. into a game and some characters she's already familiar with yeah. to do that. So played a couple of levels. Levels are a little bit longer than I even remembered, which, you know, I think she she was a little tired by the time we got to like a second level. And she's like, I think I'm OK. <laughs> she's like, OK, <laughs> we'll try again another day. But I, you know. That being said, like we went out someplace and came back and she was like, hey, we play that again. So nice, nice. You know, this that was just a one session. So I expect the next day where she's not, you know, at daycare and she's home. She's like, hey, daddy, you know, that can we play that Kirby. We play some Kirby. nice. So I love to hear that. I definitely love to hear that because I, I thought you what I thought you were going to mention at first when you mentioned that Magalore mode yeah. or whatever. They yeah. also added like a whole like extra campaign with that character like. Yeah, apparently that you can uh, look kind of cool when they showed it off in like the Nintendo Direct or whenever they oh, announced I'm, that I'm, game. I'm I was kind like, of this looks of this pretty part. sweet. What, what's... It, I, I think it's just like a, you play as that character and it's like a whole separate campaign oh, that's, that's like sweet. a little more puzzle oriented or I, I don't I forget what that character is like. A, it leans into whatever their ability. Yeah, like they're is. like a magician type of character, so they could do some stuff that way. Yeah. yeah, it didn't it wasn't like blowing me away where I was like, oh, this looks genius. <laughs> but I was like, because I I was like, oh, I own that game on Wii. I don't think I, I, I think I popped it in, but I barely played it, if at all. Yeah. Um, Just kind of similar, like, oh, just buying the new Kirby game and never got around <laughs> to it. Yep. Um, and honestly, the only bummer about this uh, re-release for me is like I love uh, I was going to say Canvas Curse. I love that game, too. But Epic Yarn yeah. so much. And that's like one that could even benefit maybe more from like an HD. Agreed hdification or whatever but at the same time it was like as soon as i saw this pop and then that new mode and whatever i was like ah, oh, this could be enough of a reason to pick this up and sell my wii copy for whatever i can get for it right whatever yeah and this one you know the the epic yarn one i think was ever only two player i think all those yeah you know and this one being four players like ooh, like that's even more of an incentive that way although i will say the thing there was um you know a weird quirk that goddamn joy con issues um mm -hmm. granted this is like um these are some of my older joy cons for whatever that's worth but like they were the ones that were charged and hooked up there i'm like oh let's get those out and put the weird thing on top of like the you know the top of the rack part so that like the the top Makes shoulder it a little buttons, bulkier yeah, yeah stick out and it's more like a real controller and here you go yeah. fiona but then like her thumb kind of had to go kind of far. I'm like, yeah, maybe that's still not like the best for, you know, the ergonomics of it all. And, you know, she was, yeah, she was doing okay with it, but I'm like, Hmm, 
And then and I'm, I'm noticing some drift all the same, you know, and I don't yeah, know if that's yeah. because, you know, it's like the switch itself is like inside of like, um, you know, under the TV and like a TV stand console. And maybe that was affecting the connection on top of the Joy-Cons yeah, being yeah. Joy-Cons. I don't know, but like, ah, God damn it. So then like, I'm like, oh no, I've got those NES controllers for Switch and oh, those nice. are charged. And like, I bet that'll work and like pulled those out and like, boom, boom. And we were totally good with those. Nice. That's cool. I thought I was expecting you to almost say, ah, and that didn't work either, but that's cool. No, that those are great. Like, hey, as long as it's a game that only needs these two buttons, you're good to go. Ex- yeah. And it did like, cause you know, even though, um, you know, in this one you can kind of do like the Kirby super suck where he does like this cyclone and like these even bigger characters yeah. and everything on the screen kind of goes in. But if you hold the button long enough, it does that automatically. So, okay, nice, nice. Yeah. There wasn't really. And then the select button is just like it worked in Kirby's Adventure will remove the power that you oh, had. Okay. So that was kind of cool, too, um, that it just like it knew, oh, yeah, you're using the NES controller select button drops your old ability. Yeah, um, yeah, that's definitely cool. Yeah, yeah, it definitely it's one of those Kirby games are never not fun. Like, I yeah. can't remember a time that I didn't rip through it and have a good time. Even the ones that I'm like, ah. Eh not memorable in any particular way or you know for whatever reason it's like didn't grab me in any like i'm not raving about it after the fact but right. i can't say i didn't have a blast yeah from start to finish with every kirby game i've ever played so it's like why not pick this one up down the line you know especially if it does i think i saw it for like 10 bucks off the other day and i was even like ah 50 bucks i'll i'll grab that maybe and i yeah. ended up not but that's about you know, what i like grabbed that. it for yeah nice nice yeah. i'm like i yeah, need a easy. little discount first give me a little something and like i'm still right. looking for you know probably something I'll talk about in the future is like, what are the other games like that I could, you know, uh, on this introductory level with video games yeah. to show a four or five year old that, you know, has, you know, is acclimated to what a video game is, but really hasn't played hardly any of them. And, you know, we still have access to a DS and I've been yeah. given some hand me down games for younger kids from like relatives and stuff like, oh, maybe some of those are OK, but she's like not quite reading yet. So, you know, what, yeah, yeah, there's those sort of elements at play. So still kind of figuring out what that might look like. Yeah, and you don't want to like maybe give her something too simplistic yeah. that's like not engaging enough that's not fun right. at all. Cause like, you know, there's definitely something about that. Like, even if it's yeah, made for kids, it doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna click with, you know, every kid. Right. So Yep. Yeah, I would I would definitely be curious, especially since she uh she's such like a big Bowser fan. And so oh, yeah, yeah, it seems to be just kind of gra- I mean, you're a Nintendo fan, so it's kind of oh, yeah. inevitable, I yeah. guess, that she gravitates towards that stuff. But like just curious to see, like, yeah, if her interest kind of picks up on any of those or if she latches on to any particular character or series or anything like that i'll be curious to see that <laughs> me too and you know i'm even wondering if like something like new super mario brothers on ds might be you know yeah, okay yeah. pretty soon you know you know something even on the, that level even the wii or wii u uh version since you can play on uh, four players yeah. on those i know that can be they can get a little more chaotic with like all the stuff but since you kind of just like die and turn into a bubble and rescue <laughs> each other and stuff it's like oh you could definitely go that route as well right and so. they ultimately you can get le- alive so easily so that's like right eh. right yeah mario games are like yeah just dishing them out like ice cream <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so yeah. Well, more to come on that for sure um, um that's that's been one of the things top of mind of like how can i how can i bring this into the fold 
Yeah, that's that's really cool, because even like with my nephew, you know, even like he's got this like every time I go over there, I, I kind of gravitate towards like the music toys he has, because I'm just like, yeah. I show him some I got to show him that this music thing is cool. man. Yeah. So I, I totally get that. Like, hey, I want to show her like, hey, these games, you know, you see me doing this all the time. Like you can do this, too. You know, this this would be, you know, just as fun for you, too. Yeah. And she already does some like PBS kids games, things on the iPad that are, you know, relatively advanced, too. So I'm like, nice. oh, this shouldn't be that hard to transfer from that over to like button control stuff and more right. traditional, quote unquote, games. Right. I love it. I, yeah, I love that. It. It's not like, oh, hey, I'm the gamer, dad. I got to, you know show my daughter no. the ropes. like she's interested in it so yeah if she's interested exactly this isn't right. something i'm trying to force on her by any yeah, stretch i, love your I don't want to be like, hey, she... that guy yeah because I, I totally get like you know you got to limit the screen time to yeah. some capacity yep. like i think some people go like totally overboard with like oh my i gotta watch right. every second it's like okay let's I have a little leeway here. Every, yeah. To each their own. Everybody can raise their kids however they want. To, right. You know, as long as they're. <laughs> but I watched a lot easily. of screens as a kid, and I think I'm ultimately right. relatively balanced. Turned out all right. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> and if anything, like I learned, like playing games can be very, like, cathartic. You know, I think you can learn it. Yeah. Well, cathartic for sure too. But I mean, it's engaging. <laughs> it like, is depending engaging. on the game. If you're just playing Halo and blowing people away, that's a different story. <laughs> hey, I that guess. might but be like, cathartic too. It, that, yeah, cathartic without a doubt, <laughs> and, and even engaging to some degree. Yeah. But like, if you're playing like a puzzle game or yeah. solving, you know, that you're actually using your brain yes. and, and maybe even a little hand-eye coordination going on too. You know, nothing. Let alone you know, the reading gonna... and, you know, all exactly. the other experiential stuff that goes along with. Yeah. And like the, yeah, yeah, and the reading coordination, like you say, like lots of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the reading too. like think about like I didn't love reading books as a kid, but if it was reading like the story dialogue in a game totally. that I'm interested in, I'll read it. So, Absolutely. yeah, a, that's a good point. Like, hey, take it any way you can. Yep. Yep. But that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad you guys had a good time because that, that would, you know, that part of it would be a bummer. Like, oh, man, she just hates this. Like, I guess we're not I guess we're not going to share this pastime together. You know? <laughs> no, it'll be so, she'll, she'll have enough opportunities that I think it'll catch on on some level or another. Yeah. Yeah. Did Tina get to jump in on the mix or was it just the two of you? Not quite yet, but I got the uh, I even charged up the other uh, SNES controllers that I got nice. uh, as well. Cause I'm like, oh, if she wants to jump in, I'll, I'll have these available, too. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I love to hear that. Yeah, we'll definitely have to get some updates on the family uh, gaming sessions in the future. Oh, yeah. Um, and I might even have to take some pointers because I'm always trying to play some stuff with like my not my nephew yet, but like my cousin, nephew, oh, my, yeah. you know, my younger family members. You know, it's just like, oh, they're my one cousin, Drew. He's always like, can we play video games? Can we play video games? And we've <laughs> talked about playing like NBA 2K and neither of us can make a shot. So <laughs> but he, <laughs> he loves it. So. Extremely advanced. It's yeah, to try it's for to play. real. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good at games. I'm always impressed with like every time I see him like, wait, you can play this now. OK, yeah. nice. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty Let's good. Let's do it yeah 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 not half bad not half bad but uh i think we can probably uh wrap up the uh video games chit chat here for uh this week if you're good on uh your end randall for sure nice nice but uh but yeah next time uh we'll be back probably with some zelda talk probably with some uh pursuing pixels james jam game gam number two talk uh all sorts of stuff all over the map uh, in our anniversary episodes all that should be coming Mm -hmm. up soon uh, my, that might even come out before this episode, depending on how the <laughs> recording order comes. We'll we'll see how things go. But yeah, on that note, uh, you can find us online at pursuingpixels.com and pretty much everywhere else on the internet. And uh, otherwise, we will catch you in, uh, next week. And until then, take care. Bye-bye.
Nice. Sort of sort of fumbled over my words at the oh, tail end there, but it, it works. Good. You're good. <laughs> you good. You <laughs> good. You get that last word out, but yeah, that works. 